0: Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. Thank you for joining us today. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Several decades ago, there was a hit song that asked the question, what's it all about? This is a question that every person deals with sooner or later. It's a question we cannot escape. Why am I here? Why is anyone here? Where are we going? What is the purpose of life? Today, numerous answers are given to this inquiry. Some say that life is useless. All of life amounts ultimately to one big fat zero. If a person thinks seriously about his life, he can only utterly despair. The writer of Ecclesiastes, who calls himself the preacher and teacher in Jerusalem, writes the following words, adopting this viewpoint, utterly pointless, says the teacher, absolutely pointless, everything is pointless, or emptiness a chasing after the wind. He writes, I applied myself to the understanding of wisdom and also of madness and folly, but I learned that this too is a chasing after the wind. His writing is a story of all the ways people seek to find meaning, purpose, and fulfillment. And after it, he says, emptiness, futility, a chasing after the wind. For with much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief. Others contend that the purpose of life is enjoyment of pleasure or the accumulation of possessions or pursuing pleasure in work alone. So pleasure, possessions, work, things which we chase after. In other words, we're here to get what we can when we can. In other words, we should fill our lives with our pleasures and the accumulation of possessions. The preacher in Jerusalem tried all of this. He said, I said in my heart, come now, I will test you with pleasure. Enjoy yourself. I deny myself nothing my eyes desired. I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all my labor, and this was the reward for all my toil. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done, and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless, a chasing after the wind, emptiness, nothing was gained under the sun. This life purpose can be summed up in one word, self. Selfishness is the major goal of many. Many are on this path, but in the end they will agree with the teacher. Futility, empty, just passing gas, a chasing after the wind. Another voice can be heard from the ancient lands of the east. It is that life is a cycle In this cyclical view of history and life, everything is an unending, meaningless recycling. We don't know why we're just here. We're here and we have to put up with it. We'll be here again. History and life is just an unending turning of the wheel. We and everything will repeat over and over and over again. Another voice that rose to great prominence in the 20th century and is now on a rise again is that the individual exists for the state. So the only purpose is collective. People live to serve the state. This is the voice of communism and extreme socialism. All these pathways that life is really essentially meaningless or that we should pursue life based on pleasure or based on accumulation of possessions or based on just our work, In the end, we look at it all and we say, emptiness, no true fulfillment, no ultimate satisfaction. But Christianity has the answer to the riddle of the mystery of life. Jesus of Nazareth summed it up in his own purpose statement. My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. So Jesus' answer is God. Now the answer and question to the first question in the Westminster Catechism expresses it this way. What is man's chief end? What's his chief purpose? And the answer, man's chief purpose, his chief end, is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. In other words, man is created with one purpose in life. That is to know his creator, to glorify his creator, and in thus we enjoy him. In other words, people were created by God to acknowledge Him as God, to bring Him honor. The Creator made humans to reflect His glory by living in fellowship with Him. To know God is the secret of life. To experience the happiness of fellowship with Him is the way to fulfillment, the way to enjoyment of God, the way to joy. Perhaps the primary reason man cannot find true purpose of life is that they begin at the wrong place. You cannot find man's highest purpose by looking first at man's needs, man's desires, man's pleasures, man's plans. A man-centered view will always end in despair. Listen again to the teacher in Ecclesiastes. After a lifetime of traveling these different roads to find fulfillment, he writes these words, Remember your Creator in the days of your youth. Before the days of trouble come and the years approach when you will say, I find no pleasure in them. Remember your creator. The Bible, those 66 books of the Hebrew and Christian canon, is God's guidebook to eternal life. The scriptures begin with these words, in the beginning, God. If we are to grasp reality and to learn life's purpose, we must begin with God. If we do not start with God, we do not begin at all in grasping life's purpose. We do not begin at all to grasp what is true reality. God is. To leave him out of the picture or to place him outside of the center of it all is to lose the whole picture or distort it beyond recognition. Only a God-centered, Jesus-focused view will accumulate an eternal hope. What's the message? Simply put, the reason for human existence cannot be found in man himself, but only in God who created man. Adam, the original man, the first human before the fall into sin, lived for this one purpose, the fellowship with his creator, by serving him and thus delighting in God and in his creation. Adam's sin, however, terminated this happy estate, resulting in a fallen world. Jesus, the Christ, the promised Messiah, the last or the, or the second Adam, came to give us life, to bring us life in its fullness, to be brimming, overflowing, to bring us to God, the Father, the center of everything. Then all of life can be lived to bring glory and honor to God, resulting in true and eternal happiness. When we come to know God and his Son, Jesus, the Christ, we've come to life's true center. We will find the purpose of it all and our hearts can cry out with a psalmist, whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire beside you. Our hearts and our voices could join in the chorus of heaven. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they exist and were created. God is what it's all about. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. Thank you for listening. Tune in again soon, and to the